Great. Well, um, I wanted to talk this morning, and then, as I said, we're going to come back into worship. Um, but I wanted to talk about us being filled um, with the Spirit. And I guess all of us um, are feeling um, tired and uh, stretched from the lockdowns, from COVID, that kind of general stress, I think, that COVID uh, puts on all of us. You know, we've just uh, felt that there's the uncertainty of what's going to happen next. We don't know. Um, we working from home, which can be a good thing or sometimes a stressful thing, depends on your situation. Uh, we obviously normal church being together like this has been, you know, totally upended. Uh, and we're uh, not sure if we can, what plans we can make. We're not sure what's going to happen next. Uh, obviously, things can change in a moment's notice. And um, it's, it is a stressful time. And I think everyone, uh, pretty much everyone that I speak to, the general uh, sentiment is we need a holiday. We need a holiday. And, and we all feel that. I think we all feel we just uh, kind of... Um, you know, run down, tired, uh, and, and we need a break. And obviously, we haven't been allowed to go away, and so we, we're keen to get away, which, which is great, and we, we need that. We need it for our well-being. Uh, we need to be able to go and rest uh, and, and get away from uh, our current circumstances. So that's a great thing. But I also, this morning, I guess, want to challenge um, the notion that it's the thing that we need. Uh, we, we can, you know, be so stuck on this is the thing that I need, whether it's a holiday or whatever it is. When I get this promotion, that is the thing that I need. When, when we are able to go on that holiday, that is the thing I need. Once I get to that, then everything's going to be, you know, okay. And um, we, we can think like that, and those things are all important in our lives. But I guess I want to challenge us this morning that the most important thing I would say, uh, without doubt, that we do all need is to be filled afresh with the Holy Spirit. There is nothing else like being filled afresh with the Holy Spirit uh, there's nothing else like it. Nothing else can compare. No holiday escape can compare. No um, increased salary can compare. No great job can compare actually with being filled afresh with the Holy Spirit. And I want to give you five reasons why I think that is true. The first thing is that the Holy Spirit, when we're filled with the Spirit and uh, I might use filled, baptized, just to say it's the same word. Baptized with the Spirit, filled with the Spirit. Uh, it's the same thing, whether you've never felt the infilling of the Spirit or uh, whether you have many times. Uh, today, we just want everyone to be filled with the Spirit, whether it's for the first time really encountering the Spirit or whether that's happened many times. It doesn't really matter. What we do know is we all want to encounter the Spirit. So the first thing is joy. And the Holy Spirit, when, when we baptize in the Spirit, He gives us a joy that's not based on circumstances. It's, it's a joy that's based on who God is. And, and as we uh, are filled with the Spirit, there's um, something that is deposited in us 
that uh, fills us with joy no matter what our circumstances are. We can read in Acts 13, uh, it says this, the Jewish leaders incited the God-fearing woman of high standing and the leading men of the city. They stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them from their region. So they shook the dust off their feet as a warning to them and went to Iconium. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. So they, they've had a horrible time. They, there's no success there. Everyone stood against them. It's difficult. They've had to leave. But they're filled with the joy of the Holy Spirit. Also, in uh, Thessalonians, Paul encourages the Thessalonian church. He says, you became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you welcomed the message in the midst of severe suffering with the joy given by the Holy Spirit. You see, this joy uh, is something that um, doesn't just make us happy. You know, there are lots of things that, that make us happy, um, that, you know, all different things would make, make you happy. And generally, those things are quite fleeting, and they're determined by our external circumstances. But this joy we receive from being filled by the Spirit is a deep-seated, refreshing and it kind of bubbles up from inside. It's something that, that just bubbles up no matter what circumstances you are facing. No matter how uh, difficult you feel your life is. No matter how hard things are. The joy of the Spirit is something that bubbles up within us. And it's why the Bible tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Because when we receive this, this joy... As I said, it's, it's more than just a good laugh. It may include a good laugh. And I've often, you know, when I've encountered the Holy Spirit and He's filled me afresh, I've, I've ended up laughing. And that's, that's, that's a good thing. But it's not just about that. It's something far more than that. It's like a deposit that brings new life to everything. It's like uh, something that changes, you know, the colors. It's like when you, everything is looking a bit sepia and, uh, you know, the colors or the colors are not very vivid and suddenly everything becomes a whole lot more alive and more vivid as this deposit of joy is put in us. It gives us fresh energy for God's purposes as well. We suddenly find, as this joy is put in us, that uh, we have energy to step into what God has for us, um, which we didn't have before. Whereas before, we're trying to, you know, maybe do it in our own strength, and, and we're saying, oh, you know, I, I need to do this. I know this is the right thing to do. I need to step into what God has. But suddenly, we're filled with a spirit, and there's, there's this joy that, that propels us forward into having energy for God's purposes. So it re revitalizes us, and it also empowers us for witness. It empowers us, uh, and it's something that is, is something that um, the world does not understand, because in difficult circumstances, you see Christians filled with the joy of the Spirit, and the world says, what is going on here? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Can't you see what a mess the world is in? Can't you see how difficult the circumstances are? And yet, within us as Christians filled with the Spirit, there's this joy that 
does not depend on the circumstances. And so it becomes also like a sweet aroma to those around us. It's something that is attractive. It's something that people say, I don't understand, but I think it's something that I want. So it revitalizes us and it empowers us. So joy is my first reason why we need it. The second reason is intimacy. Being filled with the Spirit builds a greater intimacy with God. We find we have uh, joy and peace and a connection with God that uh, we can otherwise be striving for. In John 15 and 16, where Jesus talks about sending the Holy Spirit, the context of those verses is about how much Jesus loves us. And so being filled with the Spirit is often called a baptism of love. It's called a baptism of love because the Holy Spirit fills us with uh, a new love for the Father because He pours out the Father's love on us. So as this love is poured out on us and we uh, marvel again at our adoption as sons and daughters, this incredible love is poured out afresh in our hearts, our response is, to love God back in, with greater uh, energy and with more uh, than we had before. And so it is a baptism of love. And so it brings this intimacy that we might not have had. The third reason is mission. I've kind of mentioned that already, this joy uh, giving us, empowering us uh, for mission. We see uh, that when you know, Jesus, uh, just before he departs, uh, Acts 1.8, he tells the disciples, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. These two things mixed together, receiving power, you will be my witnesses. So you will receive power, you will be my witnesses. <coughs> Those two things, they go hand in hand. It's as we receive power, we become his witnesses. And, and so we need the power of the Spirit to be these witnesses that we are called to be. To go to our city, to go to the northern beaches, to go to the nations, we need the power of the Spirit empowering us for mission. The fourth uh, reason is holiness. And uh, Jeremiah prophesied that God would write the law on our hearts. And the Holy Spirit does that rather than the external law being applied. It's the Holy Spirit actually from the inside out transforms us. He renews our minds. He transforms us and he makes us able to uh, come and live a holy life. The fifth reason are the gifts of the Spirit. And as we are filled with the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit are released. And we need the gifts of the Spirit. Even as we were praying um, this morning, we we looking for prophetic words, you know, to come. Because they sharpen and, and change our direction. They lead us forward. We look, we're praying for the sick. We're looking for signs and wonders. The reason we're praying for John and Mac and Lizzie, we know the doctors can do stuff. But we, we are expecting God to break through 
we're looking for signs and wonders. It's the power of the Spirit that does that. And through the gifts of the Spirit, we see those things released among us. So we need the power of the Spirit to release uh, gifts. And not just gifts of healing uh, or prophecy or tongues, uh, but also gifts like hospitality, uh, like incredible generosity. Those are things we, we can do anyway, but when they're empowered by the, the Spirit, when they become a gift of the Spirit, they go to another level, really. We see generosity at an incredible level. We see hospitality at an incredible level as the power of the Spirit is released. So those are my five reasons why we need today, all of us, to be filled afresh with the Spirit. So how, I know most of us know this, but I want to remind us, how do we be filled afresh with the Spirit? Well, we go to the person who sends the Holy Spirit, and that person is Jesus. That's who we go to. We go to Jesus. We look to him because he said he would send the Holy Spirit. We, we don't go, we don't have to go to each other. We don't have to go to, um, you know, someone special. We, we do go to someone special, but it's Jesus that we go to. We go to Jesus because he says that he will baptize us with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So we go to him. Also, we just want to note that being filled with the Spirit is a gift. It's not a reward. It's not because you've done well. So if you had quiet times every day this week, well, you're going to be filled with the Spirit today. Actually, no, it's not a reward for having quiet times. Actually, even if you haven't spent time with God this week, He wants to fill you with His Spirit today. Because as He does, and you receive that baptism of love, you're going to spend more time with Him next week. So he's not really worried about last week or what, what you did then. It's not a reward. You know, you've notched it up. You've been to church. Well done. We're going to fill you with the Spirit. It's not that at all. It's this gift that actually empowers us to then live like we meant to. So the first thing is we need to thirst, and then we need to ask, and then we need to receive. And we do need to come thirsty. We actually do need to desire to be filled with the Spirit. And I know for myself, or Lynn and I, that's very much where we are. We're just saying, God, we are thirsty. We are desperately thirsty for more of the Spirit. We, we don't want to just, you know, do anything in our own strength. We just, we want you, Holy Spirit. We want to be filled. We want to know your empowering, your love, your joy that transforms everything. So we, we need to have that thirst. And then we need to ask. We need to ask. And it can be hard to ask for things. I, I see it often at food care. Um, it's, it's difficult um, for many people to come to food care and ask for help because we don't want to ask often. It's, it's a challenging thing to ask. And I really just felt God impress this so much on me as I was praying yesterday afternoon about this. He, I was praying, God, you know, just come upon us. We need you. I 
you know, really pray, and I'm, I'm praying away, and I just felt it's like God broke through to keep me quiet, and, and I felt him say the word pride, and I said, oh God, you know, I'm asking for more of the Spirit, and, and I just felt God say that actually so often pride stops us from asking. And it's not that you might think you, you know, arrogant or proud, but, but often we don't ask because we think, I'm just going to hold back. And we think, well, God, if you want to do it to me, we'll do it. You know, that, those are the kind of thoughts we can have. Or, you know, we kind of have a, have a take or leave it kind of attitude. Well, God, you do it if you want to. Um, or maybe you, you can feel, I'm not really sure and maybe a bit even scared of what's going to happen. I really felt God saying, we have to ask. He, he wants us to ask. And in James 4, it says, you do not have because you do not ask. And he carries on, James, the context of that chapter. And he says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. He finishes that chapter saying, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. And so I felt this morning, I just so wanted to encourage you to ask. And however you need to ask, however you need to express that, saying, actually God, I want to be filled with your spirit. And I, I felt God just say that that is the key. If you If you feel hesitant, if there's, you know, if it's like pride, God wants to break through those barriers and bring release this morning. If there's fear, he wants to break through that barrier this morning. Because he wants us to receive. 